0: So at 20 years old, I sat in a class in college and wrote down a goal with blue marker on a small piece of white paper. That goal said, I will have a net worth of $1 million by age 25. And it worked. I was able to achieve that. However, I've also set a lot of goals that didn't work. But why is that? Do you have goals that you've set in the past that didn't work out, which I'm sure you do? Uh, Do you have goals now that you want to achieve? Well, I do too. So I spent about 50 hours digging into 30 scientific research studies, hundreds of pages of blogs and books, and mentally combing through my past 14 years of business successes and failures. And what I discovered, really digging into this concept of goal setting, because it's, you know, I've been digging through self-development material for a while since probably I was, you know, 19 years old or something. And um, I've read hundreds of books on self-development, been to seminars, conferences, all that kind of stuff. But this concept of goal setting still seemed unclear because we all set goals. Everyone has goals, even if they don't write them down. They have something they want in their life, but most people don't get them. And I was very confused as to why. And so I really dug in deep into all of the research and books and what the experts have to say about goal setting. And what I discovered surprised me because most of what we think is true about setting goals is actually wrong and so according to the scientific research meaning people have actually done different controlled studies with groups of people on different aspects of goal setting what works what doesn't what is still not clear the process that i developed is based on that and here's basically how it works so here's how to set goals that actually work are they going to guarantee you have a hundred percent success rate No, but I believe they do stack the odds in your favor. Goal setting is one key pillar of creating a better life, of achieving something. It's not the only pillar. You've got to find a way to stay continually motivated, remain persistent, those sort of things. But this is a key part of it. And so I just did an episode. It was actually the one right before this was on how do you decide what area of your life to set a goal. So that's an important episode that pairs with this one because... I'm going to share now exactly how to set a goal that actually works according to scientific research, but that episode will help you get more clear on what goal do you even set, what area of your life is most important. So here we go, though. So first key part. So there's going to be five key parts to this goal setting system. The first one is you've got to set hard goals because the research has shown that easy and even moderate goals don't do anything. They're not even worth setting. And so they're not, because the whole point of setting any goal is to change your performance. And so if a goal isn't going to change your performance or somebody else's, then there's no point of that goal existing. It just clutters up your mind, clutters up your life, makes you feel like you're not doing something. And so the only type of goal that actually changes your performance is to set hard goals. And so there was one study that was done that was with, they, were, they had a community and they were trying to get them to be more efficient with their energy usage. And in one group, they told them to, hey, decrease your energy usage by like 20%. And in the other group, they said, hey, just decrease it by like 2%. And what happened was, is the people that they gave the easy goal to, the 2%, did nothing. There was no change whatsoever. And the people that they gave the harder goal to decreased it by something like 13 to 25%. Massive difference. And so there are a lot of little studies like that, that the only thing that really moves the needle is setting hard goals. Now, what does a hard goal actually mean? Well, there's a little bit of different ideas here. And you have to really dig into this to find out. What people are saying because there's kind of two contradictory things and we can kind of also use our own heads to realize there's something confusing going on here so on the one hand they say you want to set goals that you know according to some of the um one of the most famous goal researchers he basically said that you can't set a goal too hard you even want to set goals outrageously difficult and that's going to produce better performance. Even if it's basically impossible, that goal could be achieved. That's going to produce better performance. But then you can imagine from your own uh, mind that if, say, you're you're running a marathon and you know you're very average, and say right now you could run a marathon and say let's say four and a half hours or something like that, which is which is not very fast. Um, and somebody's like, hey, go out there and run a marathon in two hours, which is like the fastest in the world, and. You're going to be like, there's no way in hell that's ever going to happen. So why am I even going to try? Um, So that level of difficulty, you're kind of scratching your head. You're like, how could setting a goal that's way more difficult, almost impossible, actually improve my performance at all? So the way this gets a little more clear is there was a study done uh, where they had people basically do a wall sit, which is sitting in like a squat position against a wall. And they gave them different levels of goals. And having the very hard goals did increase overall performance but the median went down and so what's actually happening here is when you set a really hard goal for a group of people this is the key part a group of people the people that are at the higher end they're going to perform even higher because that goal is already hard for them so it's causing them to stretch but it's still possibly realistic for them but for other people that they think it's like impossible then it doesn't really move the needle at all. So going back to the running example, if you had a group of people that included Olympic-level marathoners and your average, you know, I've done one marathon every five years kind of group, and you gave them all the target of to run it in two hours, the people that there's no chance in heck that they're going to be able to do it is not going to affect anything at all. The Olympic-level people, they're really going to push for that. Um, on the other hand, if you gave them all the target of, Hey, say run a marathon in four hours, the Olympic level people, it's not going to change their performance at all. Cause that's easy for them. The other group, it's probably going to require them to really push and stretch and is going to increase their performance. So what matters here is that if you're setting a goal for a group of people, it seems to make sense. According to research, set an extremely hard goal, like one that really requires stretching. But if you're setting a goal for yourself or individually or privately, you want to set a goal that's just beyond maximum effort. And so that's very subjective, but you want a goal that's still somewhat realistic that you believe is possible, but is really going to require you to stretch. So if you thought that like, hey, if I worked as hard as possible in business, for example, all the stars aligned that we could produce, you know, say $10 million in sales next year then you may want to set a goal that's like $11 million in sales. So it's like, okay, I'm really going to have to figure out and get creative here. That's the level of goal we mean by setting a hard goal. So beyond setting hard goals, the second is to only set one to two goals maximum. So when we get into the fifth step, you'll see why this is the case. But if only hard goals move the needle, easy and moderate goals do nothing, then by definition, hard goals are going to require more effort. So you can't have a lot of them. You can't be like... Oh, I'm going to, you know, double my business, I'm going to run a marathon and, you know, half the time I currently do, I'm going to, you know, uh, have these 12 other goals in different areas of my life that doesn't seem to work because each one is going to require so much effort and time that you can probably really only have one to two maximum for your entire life. So me, for example... I've got one really important business goal I'm working on right now and one really important personal goal, which is related to jiu-jitsu, that I'm working on right now. And so that's really it. And that may even be too much, but um, I've set two goals, and that's the maximum I'm capped out at. Now, if you're like, oh, but there's all these other areas of my life I want to improve, then maybe set ch- shorter timelines. Maybe don't try to completely transform the thing over a year. Maybe just set a goal that's like 12 weeks long, so then you can reassess after that. So you're still making massive progress in that time period, but then you can focus on something different after that. So, number 3 is to set goals that are still clear and specific. This is what, you know, the kind of common setting smart goals has gotten right. You still want some goal that's very clear whether it was achieved or not, binary. It's either yes or no answer, there's no ambiguity. So that typically means a specific date and a specific amount attached to that goal. Fourth is to focus on the process. And so there's kind of three layers of setting goals. And so the first one is what's called an outcome goal. So this is the external thing that you're after. So for example, because um, we're talking mainly about setting goals for business, but this also applies to personal. But in business, say your outcome goal is you want to produce you know, X dollars in sales per month or per year a year from now. And so that could be the very clear outcome external goal. The thing with outcome goals is some of that is not in your control. There could be a new competitor. There could be an economic disaster. There could be all kinds of different things that could happen. But still, that's the external thing that you want. It's good to have that. The next level of goals to have in addition is performance goals. What are some of the benchmarks that if you hit those, achieving your outcome goal is very likely? So for example, in the... In the um growing sales then performance goals could be okay we want to get you know hundred thousand visitors to our website per month we want to convert three percent of those into customers and we want the average amount of stuff a customer buys to be a hundred dollars and so you're like okay if we hit each one of those or whatever the numbers or metrics are for you hitting our outcome goal our sales goal is going to be very likely so if you can boil it down into a few key performance indicators that make achieving your outcome goal highly likely that's ideal And so you still have some lack of control over the performance. Who knows, your website could get hacked or, you know, like there's all kinds of business issues that have, but you have a little more control over those than just this one outcome goal. But now you're like, okay, if we hit those things, our outcome goal is likely. The last layer is the most important and where most of your attention should go. It's process goals. What are the things that you're going to do on a daily or weekly basis to hit those performance goals? And so, for example, in the, the case of growing business revenue, you're like, okay, what could we do on a daily or weekly basis that's going to make it highly likely that we get that number of website visitors, that we convert at that rate, that people buy that amount of stuff. And so just went through this process with one of our businesses. And what we came up with is we already send a ton of emails. So it's like, we can't really send more emails necessarily or analyze those or anything. So that's kind of capped out for us. We didn't want to spend a bunch of money on paid ads. So we said, you know, what we're terrible at is social media, but there's so much free traffic out there that let's aim to post a 100 times a day. And so that's kind of the metric that we're working up towards is to post a 100 times a day. So that's one of our process goals. And the other part is to roll out two new products every single week, a free one and a paid one. And so we feel like if we do those, some of those products will work, some of them won't work. And then the other thing is that, um, you know, as we sort of build up the muscles with social media, the processes getting better at that, that's what's going to help us contribute to those performance goals, which is what's going to help us get to the sales goal. And so it's kind of like you start with your outcome goal, the external thing, you create a few performance indicators likely to achieve the outcome goal, and then you create some process goals that make it very likely that you're going to achieve the performance indicators. Then you spend 99% of your time just working the processes. So to make sure those actually happen, here's the step that makes all the difference in the world and is why most people fail at goal setting. Most people don't reach the goals that they set personally or in business is they don't create what's called implementation plans. So this is basically uh, who, when, where, how you're going to do those processes. So if we say, okay, we want to post 100 times a day on social media, that sounds nice, but how the heck are we actually going to get it done? And so that's when you start thinking through, okay, who is going to do what? When are they going to do it? Where are they going to do it? So this is when you're like, okay, every single Monday at 9 a.m., we're going to meet to review what's working, what's not working on social media. Um, Bob over here is going to be the person that's responsible for posting on all these channels. Jim and Susie are gonna be the ones that are responsible for creating all the content. Every single morning, their job is to record two pieces of content. And so when you start boiling it down like that, then it's no longer, um, yeah, I have this nice goal, 100 pieces of content a day, or I wanna hit the sales goal even worse, but you have no means of actually making that happen. Once you've boiled it down into implementation plans, then all you have to do is work the plan, show up each day and do what you said you were gonna do, which is like I was saying, that gets down into the next phase, of um creating change in your life which is consistency and persistence and all those kind of things but in terms of setting goals you've done all the hard work and it is a lot of work but it's really all done up front once you've done this stuff once then it's done it's just working the process and you're ready to move on to phase two you're not sitting there thinking like oh we're not hitting our sales goal we're not hitting our sales goal The reason you're not doing that is because you're not working the processes you outlined. And so that's where creating these implementation plans is absolutely critical and makes all the difference in the world. So how do you actually apply this to growing your business? First, set a big goal, which is slightly beyond maximum effort, or another way to think of it is maybe like 10% chance of achievement. Step number two is to only set one to two goals maximum uh, for your business. But if you're the business owner... That probably means only one to two goals maximum for your entire life. Remember, easy and moderate goals don't make much of a difference to your life. And so if you're the business owner responsible for that company and you have a big goal for that business, you can probably only handle one big goal outside of your business, not 52 different goals like some people say you should set, Um, one to two goals maximum for your entire life including your business if you're the business owner. Third, make sure they're clear and specific. Your goal should be... Uh, have a specific date, time and amount. It should be very binary whether it was achieved or not at the end of it. Fourth, use those three levels of goals to really clarify what you're after. What is the big outcome you want? Sales growth, you know, anything else like that. What is the what are some performance targets that if you achieve those performance targets, you're highly likely to get that outcome? And then what are the daily and weekly processes that if you do those daily and weekly processes, you're highly likely To achieve those performance indicators and then fifth create implementation plans including when where and how you're going to do those daily and weekly processes and really the last step is to create a few contingency plans they call these if-then statements so it's basically like you know for the for for us if we're like okay we're going to record uh videos on social media post them every single day What happens if somebody's on vacation? What happens if there's a holiday or if somebody's sick? So we need some contingency plans there, such as if we know that's coming up, we're going to batch record some of those ahead of time. Or if something unexpected happens, we've got a backlog of stuff that we can fill the gap with until everything goes back to normal. So without those, it's easy to fall off the wagon, and then all of a sudden, you don't get back on. I've done this myself. I'm chugging along. Things are going great. And then all of a sudden, you realize um you've taken a couple of days off and it's really hard to get back on because you've lost that sort of consistent streak and so i believe this is the most effective way to set goals if you're interested um i pretty much gave you the highlights here but if you want to read any of this i created a blog post on goals um my blog is mattaclark.com as a matt alexander mattaclark.com and uh, you can find a big article i wrote on goal setting there if you want all this in, in written form so To to wrap up, I want to give you an example that I found very impressive because he used basically this framework to turn around a high school wrestling team. So it was in 2007, uh, the high school wrestling coach, Pete Jacobson, he created a new set of goals and he didn't really have much to lose uh, because his team wasn't doing that good. So prior to that year, his school's wrestling program produced only one individual or what they call a section champion. And when he used this whole system... He basically revamped the entire program. And since then, his teams produced six championship teams, two state champions, 11 all-state wrestlers, and 72 of these individual section champions. So this system worked to turn around uh, a team that was not doing well, can be used to turn around your life, to turn around a company. So this process absolutely works, and it is backed by the best we have the 30-plus years of scientific research into goal setting so hopefully you use it to set a goal or one or two goals that transforms your life so if you want more strategies to increase your success build a thriving business and to feel excited working every day which is really my goal uh subscribe to my channel or podcast i'm here publishing a daily episode sharing what i've learned to help businesses create 10 billion dollars in sales over the past uh how long has it been 13 years or so And I'm also sharing what I'm doing to grow my current businesses that I'm still running, still growing, still pushing and to thrive as an entrepreneur. So please subscribe here and I'll see you tomorrow.